let's bring her on, the lovely, the talented Ella Minus. Hello. Hi, Ella Minus, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? How are you feeling? Good. A little nice. extra chill today for some reason. Where are you? I'm actually in Colombia at the time. Oh, you okay. Are. Cool. Bogota? Yep. Very nice. I was just in Colombia before the pandemic. Uh, I the first time I've ever been there, and fascinating the the greenery, the the culture, the the hills, the coffee, the chocolate. You know, I, I mean, everything was just yeah, everything was fantastic. The people were super, super humble, super friendly, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I wish to return there pretty soon <laughs> again. You should. I'm glad you had such a nice time. It is a very special place. I I agree. So something I wanted that I was, when I was reading, um, you know, doing my little research about you and reading, I, there was something that kind of kept popping up in a bunch of your interviews. And um, I just love this and I wanted you to talk about it, but you said you just want to make music for people to dance. <laughs> yes. And I, I don't know why, but it's so simple and I just loved it. I'm like, yes, like, you know what I mean? Like it just, I don't know. And it just made me feel good. And by the way, you are doing that. Your music <laughs> is so good. It's so fun. Um, you know what I, I want to kind of let people know and, you know, jump in if I'm, you know, not explaining this right or whatever, but what I loved is like, I don't really know if I've heard like electronic music from that Latin, per like, you know, like that Latin vibe, like, I don't know. And I could be wrong. Are there other artists that are doing this that I just haven't like heard There's of? There's a lot of other artists, yeah. But but no, what Ella what is doing, it's pretty amazing. I think it's really cool because it has like a dark, melancholic, melodic element, but it's super dance worthy. And I think it's also pretty deep, like your titles. I I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of your, your titles. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, no, and some of them that I was reading uh, recently, it was El, Ciel, El, El Cielo No Es De Nadie, uh, The Sky Belongs To No One, or they told us it was hard, but they were wrong. And I think that they're, they're very, like, com uh, titles that really make you think at the same time, but because they are uh, uh, songs that are pretty much, like, dri driven by dance and analog beats, I think it's a pretty cool combination. Thank you. Well, thank you both. <laughs> I'm glad you both like it so much. It, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, but thank you. <laughs> I will say I was dancing around my apartment last night when I was when I put your like music on because I was like trying to get in the vibe, but it, you know it's like get to know you a little bit more and the whole thing. And I I really loved it. But I'm gonna let you, Isabella, kind of jump into some of your. I know you had some musical questions that you wanted to ask. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a, a ton of questions. I don't know how much time we have uh, today, but. I think your musical path is just really interesting because you started off as a drummer in Bogota, um, in your native hometown, with a rock band called Raton Perez. And you joined that band at 12 years old, and I think that's super impressive. So I just wanted you to talk a bit about your journey with the band and your transition to electronic music. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, I don't really remember how the band came about because we were so young, but it was just my best friends from primary school. Um, and we were just at recess and literally uh, called out loud, let's make a band. Okay, I call drums. Like a, a child's game for recess that day. And I don't really know why, but we took it really seriously and that's pretty much all we did. Um, we made a band and we only, I mean, of course we were at school and stuff, but we took it really seriously until we were 
18. Um, so yeah, we toured a lot and played a lot of things in Colombia, things, shows, went to a lot of cities that like none, no other bands were really going to. So I think I, I always say I'm really thankful for that because that was like my school, my real school, like the DIY um, community scene school. Um, yeah, and then I applied to Berkeley to study music because I just didn't want to do anything else with my life. And that's when I moved to the States. And when I was there, I got really interested in electronic music and actually synthesizers more than the actual, like, I didn't want to make electronic music. I just got fascinated by synthesis and synthesizers. So I started studying that more and that led to making music with them, sort of the path. So when you were at Berkeley, I'm just curious, when you were at Berkeley and you were like, I'm going to make electronic music, how did people respond to that? Well, actually, not really. It was more like, I'm going to make synthesizers. Okay, okay. When I was at Berkeley. I actually was the, like, everybody that was making electronic music, I was like shitting on them. I was like, you're just going <laughs> to Really? Okay, well, good luck with that. Uh, like, very sarcastic about it. But I was also very sarcastic at the moment about like music um, careers in general, I think. I mean, I, I've always been absolutely in love with music and like a little kid, like always found so much joy in it. But I think because I find so much joy, I never really wanted a career. I was just like, this makes me happy on its own. Like, and I, awesome. as long as I can like eat something, I'll be fine. So people that were like more ambitious and were trying to like have electronic uh, music careers and stuff, I was like, <laughs> okay, well, uh, I don't know. I, anyway, um, yeah, I wasn't, I, I guess it was even weirder because I only wanted to build synthesizers and code them. That is so <laughs> cool. That is just fascinating to me that you actually don't use computers. I was reading that your work is entirely on analog. Am, am I correct? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, and, and honestly, uh, you know, you, you've cited bands like Craftwork uh, um, and also uh, early Daft Punk. Uh, what did you gain from them that informed your creativity? I mean, you definitely took it to a different level. Well, thank you. I don't know if I've taken it to the like to a different level than Kraftwerk or Daft Punk. But <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I got so much from from both of those um, references, but and also many more. But I think first of all, the idea that I I could be a technician. You know, I could learn how to build things and uh, yeah, and like have a passion for that and apply it to making music, which I haven't like before Kraftwerk. I've never. I, I didn't know you could do that, you know? In my context, it was like you were one or the other. You were a roadie or you were a musician. You were a, like a technician or you were a musician. You weren't both. Um, that's the first thing. And then the other thing was the idea that you could make songs with lyrics and melodies um, and like pop song structure with electronic music, which I guess up until then, I mainly had been going to clubs listening to techno that doesn't really have obviously a pop structure or I was listening to pop outside of electronic music, you know, and a couple of bands that were like in between like Radiohead and Caribou and things like that. But yeah, I think those combinations of influences were like, oh, I actually have sort of a place inside all of this and I can do my own thing. Yeah, I, I feel that. And right now, who are the bands that you're looking up to that you admire, that you are maybe influenced by? Oh. Um, pretty much the same. I'm kidding. I'm always listening to a lot of music. I think 
for that and Caribou have always been two of my biggest influences and just like what I listen to the most. Um, and Radiohead also always and Kraftwerk also always, but there's a lot of like amazing electronic music coming out and yeah, I'm just always amazed. So I don't know if, I guess, I do think as a musician, everything you listen to kind of influences you. So I'm listening to Elka a lot, who's a producer from the UK, to Coating, and like who's a producer from Canada or a musician. And like that Vancouver scene, also that Montreal scene, um, just a lot of music all the time. That's a hard question for me. <laughs> yeah, no, def it, def it always evolves as well, like as you continue your journey and as you continue learning. Yeah. I definitely know that they don't remain the same or they continue to be the same, but you definitely, as we are, we're always like learning. I always feel like I'm always learning from, from my specific craft and always discovering like new, new creatives. And um, I think that's also something that's pretty cool about, I mean, SoundCloud at least, because I'm always discovering like new talent, new music that I, that, and just new proposals that I've never heard before. Um, yeah. But one of the things um, is that in, and also to, uh, say something that I admire about Colombian artists is that I feel I feel that they've always been sort of at the forefront of a lot of really awesome and diverse genres, you know, like, for example, there was Colombian rock that, like, exploded, you know, from, like, Artesio Pelado, Shakira, Juanes, and then there was Electrocumbia with, you know, Bombesterio and Reggaeton, as we know today. Uh, what what is your what your your vision or your way of examining all those scenes that have existed around you and that you've learned about from your native home homeland hometown? Uh, yeah, I mean I'm I'm in awe as well as well all the time because also it's like it keeps evolving, you know. It's like never um, yeah, it's, I love it. It's always changing. Like even uh, I. I mean, I'm here right now, but before I like only would come once a year or something because I've been living outside of the country for so long. And I feel like every single time I came home, it was like uh, they were like breaking boundaries in a whole new different scene. Um, it was really hard to, get, to keep up, still is. Um, and I love it. I think it's a combination of many different things. I think we are just fighters, you know, like we've been... Um, we just grew up with so much, we have violence and like fighting against and like survival in our blood because that's, I think, a very specific um, history that even other Latin American countries, Latin American countries don't have as much. And that makes us be just like fearless. Like if we want to do something, like I really think no, nobody can stop a Colombian for accomplishing whatever it is they want to accomplish. And they don't really do anything halfway, especially when it's in the arts because it's so hard. Um, that if you like you're in it, you're 100% in it, like 100 times more than any other person from any yeah, other. Yeah, wow. So. I mean, that's <laughs> definitely a fact. I, I feel that. Uh, I, uh, uh, Jess, I also want to uh, leave a room for, for you to ask um, some questions as well. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. I am curious about, you know, I've talked to a lot of different females over the years but being a female in electronic music forget being you know a hispanic female in electronic music because that's a whole different thing but i want to know what it's like for you um being a female kind of breaking through some of these you know or Hisp hispanic female really breaking through these boundaries um in the you know because that's a man's world the electronic music scene so how have you found it and how has it been for you I mean, I think I, I had a little bit of a thicker skin because 
I was a drummer, and that's also a man's world. And I yeah. grew up in that world. Uh, and then I, you know, music in general, I guess it's a man's world. So I think I had a, bit, a thicker skin for it. But definitely, you know, like I talk a lot about my gear, way more, way more than any man. Like I get asked more producing questions and like technical questions than any other man would. Uh, you know, it's like as if uh, as if. You feel like you're being tested all the time, which I'm fine with, because I love talking about that stuff. But I am very aware that it's mainly because I'm a female, um, for one. And then there's a million other things that are like just every day you have to deal with. And in a way, I think every single one of them is a challenge. You know, like it is a man's world, but I do think females bring so much more uh, to the table because I think. Um, we are way more sensitive, just as you know, nature naturally. We are, we are, and so the the emotional and the like melodic content that females can bring to electronic music, I think, is a huge untapped artistic like goldmine. So I'm just excited to to shed more light to more females, and the fact that I am um, getting some light hopefully inspires um, more females to start doing it, or and even more people to just like look for more females because it's definitely we're out there just have to pay more attention i think for sure and we got a fan question that came in so i just want to make sure i get to this um it's the question is are you helping aspiring female electronic artists find their way as a way to give back i would love to i try as much as i can i don't you know i always try to i mean when we had shows to ask uh, only females to open for me, the same with remixes, the same, you know, every chance I have. Um, I think I'm barely getting to the point where I actually have like some influence and some following that like is paying attention to things like that. Um, so, I mean, I would love to in any way I can. And also like teaching. So please, whoever asked that question, if I can help you, if you make music, please just reach out. I would love to help you in any way I can. Uh, I absolutely love that. I love that. I love that you're doing that. I love that, you know, because you it's when you're in this space as a female, you have to be very cognizant of making those requests. It doesn't just happen. So the fact that you are doing that and making it a point, I think is so rad and cool. Um, and what I love too is, you know, you have been on SoundCloud, you've been, you know, you've been an active, you know, you've been very active on SoundCloud. I think that's been really cool. Have you been able to kind of like meet any other females or any other artists on SoundCloud that have like influenced you, that have helped you, or is it more like fan, fans? I think precisely me as a fan of music using SoundCloud, I've found a lot of female uh, uh, artists that I love. I think actually I, I listened to Elka for the first time on SoundCloud. Sofia Cortesis I also found on SoundCloud. Um, I don't remember, like those are just off the top of my head, but more as a fan, like I'm just looking for music and seeing who retweets or who re-shares yeah. tracks by someone else and just, yeah, I love that. I love that it's only music also, you know, like you can find an artist and you instantly see all their work. I really love that about SoundCloud. So definitely as a fan, I've found a lot. That's incredible. And I'm just going to say for everyone that's tuning in, the thing that's great about SoundCloud is you can hit up Ella, you know, you can hit her up directly on SoundCloud. Maybe she'll get back to you. Um, I will. There you go. So feel free, you know, ask those questions. These are the, you know, 
this is what makes SoundCloud so unique and so amazing is the fact that you can have that direct connection. So if we didn't get to your question today, please feel free to hit her up on SoundCloud. Um, you know, and an artist that's using the platform often, and she'll get back to you, ask those questions, ask her what programs she used. You know, these are the conversations to have on, you know, that I think are so cool. That That's what I love about, you know, using SoundCloud is like, you don't get that in other places. You don't get to direct and ask her, you know, an artist, well, what program should I study if I want to make, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, should I use, you know, whatever, as you guys know, I don't make beats, so I have no idea, but you know, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you, there's this, this is your opportunity, Jess. This is what I love about it, is that direct connection and the fact that like you will answer those questions. And I think what's so cool is so many people in SoundCloud are creators and trying to figure it out themselves or at home and Google's amazing, but it's so great to be able to ask someone, you know, you know, should I buy this piece of equipment? What do you think about the, you know, this fader, like whatever, like, it's just, it's a great way to kind of communicate and build and build, you know, a community, I will say of like-minded folks. So I love that about SoundCloud. I love that you've been using SoundCloud for years. I think it's so cool. Um, you know, your musical background is just, was really interesting to me that like you went to, you know, like from Columbia, went to Berkeley, doing electronic music. I just thought it was really um, an eclectic background and so unique yeah. and different. Yeah, sure. Really, you know, and gave a lot of people wouldn't think that like, oh, coming out of Berkeley, like, you know, you'd be DJing and <laughs> your own stuff. And I just want to give you your shout out. Like, I love a female that's doing her thing and you are doing it. Mm -hmm. So shout out to you and shout out for, you know, to you being really cognizant of, you know, females in the business and really trying to put them on because it's so important. Um, I agree. And thank you. Know, you. So I think it's awesome. And I just wanted to say that to you because mm -hmm. it, I know it's hard to do and it's a fight that you have to have every time it comes up. So more props to you. Thank you so much for, you know, what you're doing in the community because I think about all that good juju will come back. You know what I mean? It's like those good vibes will come back and it's so important, but um, at the end of every um, interview, we play a little game called Rapid Fire, where I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions, get to know you a little bit more. If you don't have an answer, it's fine. You can just say skip. Um, it's totally fine. I promise nothing will be super scandalous, but uh, let's jump into it. You ready? Rapid Fire. What is one of your favorite artists to listen to? Coteen. Awesome. If you had to pick a song to like turn on when you're trying to get pumped up to go out, like what is that song for you? Uh, a Lindstrom song, actually. Very old school. I don't even remember the name of it because it's so old. I mean, it's not that old, I'm sorry, but it's like a classic. Uh, one Shot, Something Shot, Lindstrom, Something Shot. And, and or uh, Inspector, I can't remember any names, but the you can look it up on my phone really fast. Totally fine. Do it. <laughs> Look it up. This is this is what happens to me all the time. And I ask these questions and then people ask me and I'm like, wait, what? I can't remember. I mean, the Lindstrom one, to be honest, is kind of a, um, how you say those tastes that you're kind of ashamed of. I mean, because it's like such a, like a hit. Yeah. <laughs> a guilty pleasure. pleasure. What? A guilty, a guilty pleasure. pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Exactly. And I put it on, like I... I wonder, like, I put it on to put my makeup on before I'm going out, and I always think, like, what would someone think if they like walk in and this? Yeah, is yeah. <laughs> we all have guilty pleasure, so. <laughs> totally get it. I totally get it. Um, do you cook or do you order? 
Well, I mean, if you had asked me this question a year ago, order definitely. Um, I actually go out just I look I you know I work at home so and I don't really cook. I didn't I still actually don't have a fridge. Um, so I just take the opportunity to go get food by taking a walk. So I would rest. Uh, but I guess now I am forced to cook. I know we all have that. What is your favorite street food in Colombia? I'm curious. Street food? Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's, I have to say, I don't really like corn in general, but Colombian street, like a masor casada, like they just put a piece of like a huge corn on like a barbecue mm. and a bunch of butter and salt in it. I love that. That's the only way I like corn. So that's my uh, favorite street food from here. That's a good, that's a good choice. I love a good question. I like that. Um, I was just watching about all the street foods in Latin America. It's top. big. Like right now that whole street food scene and there's a bunch of really cool Netflix series. There's one yeah. that I've been into called the Taco Chronicles that they explain every taco, their meat and how it's like this uh, process of like, it's an art form. And it's so awesome to see people that are working in the business really explain that side. And so traditional as well. Tacos are amazing. I love it. I've been watching that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, that that was really it. That was like my last That's question. Great. I, I remember think... my other song, if you want to know. Yeah, do it. It's the third inspector knows. That's there you go. I feel like a really good going out song. Okay. Nice. Now I love okay. it. No, now you got to get now. Exactly. Thank you. I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for being on. You guys make sure you check out Ella Minus. You can find her on SoundCloud, find her on her Instagram. Um, check her out. She's awesome. And I can't wait till we're back playing shows and you're out there on the stage repping for us females. So thank you so much, Ella. It was so great to meet you and look forward to, you know, meeting you in real life the next time you come through LA. Yeah, hopefully you come to Brooklyn pretty soon. I know that you're usually based here. Yeah, I'm just here for a couple of weeks. I'll be oh, back okay. soon. <laughs> well, definitely look forward to hopefully seeing a live set from you. I know they're, they're slowly starting to happen again, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I cannot wait. Thank you yeah, both awesome. for having me. Awesome. Well, thank, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Isabella, for joining. It was a pleasure. It's a pleasure, and we will see you next week.